Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Men's and Women's Leadership, Leadership Academy, Academy podcast. podcast. My name is Gavin. And I am Cece. And yo, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, one of my friends, great dude, Dwayne Lamont, a.k.a. Conscious. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm blessed, bro. That's what's to up. Be here. That's what's up. We appreciate you. All right, so um, check it out. We're going to go and have a dope conversation with Conscious. We'll be right back. Welcome back. So we got a great dude today, uh, Sacramento hip hop artist, MC, Sac State graduate, social justice activist. Uh, man, this dude's doing it all. Uh, who are you, man? Just, just tell me what's your secret to doing all this stuff. <laughs> uh, God. There you go. Straight up, just that's just what came to me when you said, "What's my secret?" Mm-hmm. Uh, this whole state conscious thing that I'm pushing for, like mm-hmm. God is at the center of everything I'm doing. So. Um, that's where I get my strength from and my perspective, and yeah. So I'm just I'm just out here working to be a light in the community, making mm-hmm. that impact, spreading a message, relating with people on a on a personal, um, real level, and just mm-hmm. getting the message out. Respect that's that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. And uh, I do want to give you congratulations. You did just uh, take home the 2019 Sammys Award. Um, Sacramento <laughs> Grammys, if you will. Right, uh, right. There was 40,000 yeah. votes casted this year, yeah. so it wasn't That's a little, true. you know, it was a huge thing for you. Uh, what was that like, that whole process? It was amazing, actually, because when, when I first got the award, I didn't really know. I had forgot because I had a long day at work, so mm-hmm. I was getting off at like 8 o'clock, and then I'm like, wait, the awards <laughs> came out today. Yeah, I'm like, Dang. let me go pick up a newspaper. So Dang. I rushed down to, to get the newspaper, and um. I seen myself. I'm like, wow, That's I really, amazing. I really got it. Because when I went on Instagram, I seen uh, on their page it had like a picture of me on okay. there. Okay, oh, but I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm like, they put me on there, but yeah. did I win? I didn't know. So. All right, That's so genuine, <laughs> like a great right, right. reaction. For sure, That's pretty good. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, so, that's uh, so you've been all around SAC, like you said, in the newspapers, uh, SNNR. Um, what's been your like favorite place to perform in Sacramento so far? Honestly, th- my favorite spot to perform um, is Sac State, for sure. Mm. I love performing at Sac State at, as a location because they've provided so many platforms for me to mm. be able to get in front of people and be able to m- make that connection in the form of a college audience, which I'm seeing is a big audience that I want to reach. Okay. Um, locally, statewide, nationally, that's something I really want to tap into. Mm-hmm. But as far as like my favorite performance, is it was at the MLK March for 2018. Right. Yeah, yep. that was super dope because it commemorated the 50th year anniversary of mm-hmm. Dr. King's mm-hmm. legacy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was the 50th year anniversary, so that that's was super special. The video was Very tight, funny. too. I don't know who produced yeah, it. Yeah, no, the video is awesome. Man, <laughs> that was everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice. Um, so I want to ask you, you said you were trying to reach that college audience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the purpose behind that? Of course, um, college students, I'm guessing, are kind of trending towards hip-hop and rap, but why is it that you're specifically trying to get that college-age student? Really, I think I think the biggest connection for me is that I'm able to incorporate the educational component mm-hmm. in what I'm, what I'm spreading as far as my message, and people can relate to it a lot more because some of it's intellectual and it's, and it's heavy content. So sometimes when you go into different spaces, they may not be ready for it or if they're hearing mm-hmm. it. But when you got 
when you go into the college atmosphere, it's like everyone's or a lot of people are seeking that um, that content mm -hmm. and that message a lot more. So I think that's a big part, just the connection that you get on college campuses. Mm -hmm. And that message being conscious, stay woke, stay conscious, right? Mm -hmm. Which talk to us about that. What does it mean for you uh, for, you know, telling people to stay conscious? What does that mean? Really what it means, if you look at just the dictionary definition, is just awareness. Mm -hmm. So at its base, it means just stay aware. So stay aware of your surroundings. That's like a first mm -hmm. level physical safety. And stay aware of your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing and how you can contribute. Stay aware of your influence. And one of the number one things is stay aware of your choices. Because mm -hmm. every single choice and decision you make has a direct impact on your future. Mm -hmm. So I just really want people to really be mindful of decision-making and choices and how that influences where you're going. Mm -hmm. So can I ask where you came up with that, like the whole idea of just promoting conscious? It, it kind of, it came gradually. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a term I use called gradual progression. That's going to be mm -hmm. one of my future albums, not mm -hmm. yet. Okay. Ooh, we got a little preview. secret, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's been the process, just gradually mm -hmm over time getting messages because my name mm -hmm. used to be shady when i was growing up because mm -hmm. it was i grew up in the shady 80s mm -hmm. i was born on march gotcha. 8th so i kept the 8 in there that's why <laughs> oh, I, there you go. I was gonna there. say that's my <laughs> next question gotcha. like, yeah. it's like a lot of symbolism in there with that okay. so i just yeah that's what's up that's what's up and you are from the bay area um what was yes. that like growing up around there I've been thinking about how to explain that <laughs> for the last couple of weeks okay. because when I've been in other interviews and I've tried to express it, um, I sometimes it's like I paint one side and then sometimes mm -hmm. I paint the other side. Mm -hmm. So it's like trying to find a way to really blend and, and really be able mm -hmm. to tell that story of what it's like growing up. Um, but maybe that speaks to what it's like. It's, mm -hmm. it's real. It's like it's a great experience because of the culture you being you know i was young you you involved in all of the just the energy it's just a lot of energy and culture mm -hmm. it's rich a lot of rich history and i loved it but then um for me too when i started seeing that some of the things i went through that impacted me um that that was some of the negative sides of what i seen like or seeing how some of my partners ended up getting caught up you know mm -hmm. or going to jail or losing their lives. So those are the traumatic experiences that make it, it can seem negative. And of course, um, that can make you feel like, is this a good place? Mm -hmm. But then it's like all of the positives as far as the culture, the energy, the what's instilled into you as, you know, being a young, for me particularly, being a young black male. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, you ask me what it's like. It's, it's, um, it's just, I don't, I don't have a word for what it's mm -hmm. like, man. Yeah. It's, but hopefully I was able to kind of convey it's, it's like yeah. it's like good and bad. It's bittersweet. So okay. it's like you get a mixture of um, being young, being a part of the hyphy movement, that being mm -hmm. dope, but then being impacted by some of the traumatic experiences. So exactly. next interview, I'll be able to give you a, a more <laughs> a definitive yeah. answer. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. No, that's what's up. Um, and I must ask, like, do you find yourself when you're creating your music, um, when you're sitting down, you know, thinking of the lyrics do you find yourself talking to that young Dwayne when you were you know a kid or like the kids that you grew up with do you find yourself trying to influence mm -hmm. those those people um I would definitely say I write 
a lot of my music for myself, okay. definitely, um, to speak to, to who I am. Um, and I would say that my awareness of what it was like growing up and what it was like being around my peers gives me insight in how to speak to young people today. Mm -hmm. So um, most definitely being able to have those experiences is tied into me being able to write and a more on a more personal level that I know will be able to relate to a young person and what they're going through. Okay. For sure. So I know we always talk about like, obviously we'll get into your work with youth development and Gavin and I kind of work with youth development as we're older mm -hmm. students in our district, but um, how have you like constantly seen or want to see growth when it comes to like you and your music or like the work that you do? Mm -hmm. Like, do you have any like long-term goals here or is it just kind of like you're passionate about it? No, no, definitely. I have a lot of long-term goals. I'm actually having to slim them down a little bit so I can get <laughs> a couple of them done more effectively. Oh, um, but in the short term and long term, because there's some components to it, I want to really start a nonprofit and a business. So yeah. I want to the business side of really getting my record label started mm -hmm. that'll mm -hmm. promote my stay conscious message and artists who are doing stuff like that, as well as really mobilizing my personal career. So monetizing my business um, a lot more, pushing that. And then the nonprofit side, being able to create youth programs to help young artists and young creative people in general stay conscious. And what that means is just that whatever type of art they're doing is all focused on how can we build our community? How can we present something positive without having to compromise to all the popular trends and stuff that's going on? But it's still cool, that's the catch. Mm -hmm. Like it's still clean, yeah. it's still catchy, it still draw you, but it's not like compromising or indulging in the negativity. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, so what do you catch. what do we say to people that um, maybe they're uh, they're not used to maybe rap music let's say what do you say to those people who kind of look past the message that you rap um, even though of course it's a positive message right to stay conscious what do you think of those people um, who kind of you know ignore what you're talking about and they're just stuck on the rap hmm. meaning as far as like the genre like they just don't really feel the genre kind of box yeah. it all together. Mm -hmm. Hmm. This isn't a direct answer, but good. most people that hear my music, ironically, mm -hmm. I've converted a lot of people into wow. being mm. fans. And I'm not just Beautiful. saying that for the mic. Like, this mm -hmm. is real. Like, they'd be like, man, I never like hip hop, but mm. I like what you're saying. You're changing like, it makes me want to listen. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like the approach is that everyone wants to hear a story. Right. You know right. Everyone can relate to a story and a message. And I think oftentimes hip hop or rap is associated with you know, loud, brassness, aggression, and mm -hmm. all these things. So when people can be exposed to something that's different that, you know, can really paint a picture for them and bring them into a different world, I think that's where the connection begins. You just mm -hmm. gotta make a connection with people. So as far as people, um, what would I say to someone who doesn't really like it? I say, just listen to the album. Yeah, give it a try. Give it a try, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just try it. Yeah, see what it, it make you feel, see what vibes you create. Yeah, and the reason I asked that question is because um, people that were influential to me in music when I was growing up um, was like the Lecrae's, the people who are conscious like you and who rap about uh, things that maybe people who are on the outside looking in, they might not get past that initial rap sound and beat. And so um, I appreciate what you do and those other people, what they do. Um, so I just want to say thank you for staying strong and staying true to your values as you navigate through uh, the whole music kind of industry and what that means. So, hey, I so appreciate up, that. 
Yeah, because it's real. Yeah, for sure. And so, um, Sacramento. So from the Bay Area, moved to Sac about six years ago. Um, I must ask, what is it like as, uh, of course, we see Sacramento's growing, right? We got the arena, downtown's hustling and bustling. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it like for you to be growing along with that and to be a part of that process? It's a, it's a, um, it's definitely a great experience um, to be able to see everything that's building and knowing that I'm a part of it. On my song, Come and Holla at Me, I said a few years back, I was like, Sacramento is rising and I'm part of that process. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a trip because I looked, that was in 2017, looking mm-hmm. two years ahead. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I said in that song actually came true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like with my job my career, what I'm doing, the impact on young people. I was saying I got an alternative route, but you got to make a choice right now. Come out, let me. Yeah. And now I can actually hire people, you know, and give mm. opportunities. So I'm um, just seeing how all of that's come full circle. That's great. And then just seeing how I can tap into um, just this energy mm-hmm. is, is a dope. It's a dope opportunity. But also um, I recognize the value of just letting things build and just still being able to be just chill and mm. like not feeling too like over eager mm-hmm. but to let things kind of progress as they may as let them fall into place exactly let them okay that's For what's sure. up um i must ask you about your time in sac state what was your uh, major over there sociology sociology okay mm-hmm. and what do you want to do so stepping um a pass from the music right now to your other part of your life. What do you want to do with that sociology degree? Um, I don't. I don't know if the sociology will ever directly tie into a specific career. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as it like tying me directly into a certain job. Mm-hmm. But what I'll say about sociology is that it, it just provided me with some additional mm-hmm. tools on how I can describe. Um describe what I'm seeing in the world and connect with people. You know, you mm-hmm. get a lot of theory, you get a lot of different language and words that you can use and you develop, they call it a sociological imagination or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So you can see the world from different vantage points. So I think, I think a lot of what it gave me was just being able to articulate from a mm-hmm. different perspective. Mm-hmm. So in a, in a general sense, just whatever work I end up doing, Mm-hmm. It'll help me be able to communicate myself and relate to people on a different level. So because you're working with some youth and because your message is so strongly targeted towards young people, just because it's at a young age you need to learn which route you're going to take. And maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, you do target people that want to turn their life around. But um, I want to ask you what your favorite group or like generation here that you really like to work with, if it's like really younger kids mm-hmm. or like people your own age i mean right right um well first my my music is geared towards is really for everyone mm-hmm. um the emphasis is a lot of times on youth because you know youth are still developing into you know who they're going to be so the younger you catch people the more potential you can potentially have to set that influence as far as a favorite age group i don't think i've ever been <laughs> asked that question <laughs> I, I love asking people that question because yeah. they go um, Ooh, do I really like kids or? <laughs> right, right. Um, I've worked with kids from five to eighteen. Okay, yeah. wow, that's a range. So the full <laughs> range from like elementary yeah. kids up. Okay. So I think I think the whole, 
I think five to twenty four. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah, go. like Get college age, like elementary <laughs> yeah. through college age. Yeah. The younger ones are a little different though, as far as the mm. music, because you have to approach that. Mm. Some of my stuff is deeper, so you have to really bring your your message mm-hmm. back and kind of focus on that's yeah. true simplicity yeah. yeah to reach the younger one that's true well um we're gonna take a quick break we gotta pay the deals of course we're gonna commercial break we'll be right back all right thanks guys uh we're coming right back with conscious um had a dope conversation um i want to focus on your future so i must ask you what is it this is the we dream podcast by the way if you haven't already tuned in um so we want to figure out what it is that you dream for the future whether it be for yourself whether it be for the world us whoever it may be what is your profound dream for the future <laughs> man if you would have asked me this about six months ago i would have <laughs> gave you a completely different answer mm. some yeah, growth yeah. there most exactly. definitely <laughs> that's exactly. impressive rapid growth we know we talked about the gradual yeah. progression it's like yep. picking up a little there you bit go. Yeah, wow. progress. Okay. um but i would have probably said if you asked me that like six months ago to change the world mm-hmm. and i would have left it Pretty broad. Just generally, <laughs> right. <laughs> but that was like the moniker I was going by. I want to change the world. Now, I'm I'm just coming into a place where I'm really getting into my spirituality. And um, I really just want to spread, you know, a message of, of faith for my, you know, my particular belief. Mm-hmm. And not to push it on anyone, but to show the benefit. Basically, to break down my spirituality in a logical way. So, it's like... Mm. That's what that's what big part of what my brand is about. It's kind of like I'm not pushing this on you. I'm just handing it to you, and if you pick it up and it makes sense to you, mm-hmm. don't use it. You get what I'm saying? It's yours, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it's right here. It's like so. It's kind of like the Matrix. It's the it's yeah. the pill. Ooh, yeah. thank you and for bringing first, it back to that. <laughs> yeah. tied my, it all together. My first mixtape was called The Separation, and it starts off with the Matrix, and that was kind of the symbolism. Like, um, I'm presenting something for you. It's your choice. You mm-hmm. know. And um, the reason I want to present that is because, you know, that's my belief of what will bring freedom. Mm. So I just want to offer that. But again, that's to stay conscious. It's still your choice yeah. what you're going to do. Dang. That's right. Man, that's so. crazy you brought that back because I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a simple concept, but it's so powerful, though. So Man, complex. It yes. Yeah. It crazy. Me. So um, I must ask you all as well as a follow-up question. What is um, the key to you getting to that point? Right, so to getting to accomplish your dream, what's the key thing you gotta focus on? What's the key thing you have to focus on to get to your dream? Mm-hmm. Is it staying true? Is it uh, getting in touch with the word? Is it talking to people? What do you think that thing is that that vehicle that you need? It's definitely several steps. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's one particular thing that helps you get there. But for me. It started once again. It started as far as like real growth that was really based in with a strong foundation was my faith, my mm-hmm. spirituality. When I first moved out to SAC, um, I would I would turn on the radio in the mornings because I was going through a lot of stuff. I was transitioning. I didn't get a football scholarship. Mm-hmm. Had some relationships that kind of cut off. So I was going through a whole transition. Mm-hmm. I didn't know nobody out here other than my cousins right. at school. So I was just like man what am I about to do with my life so I started turning on the radio and I started listening to this gospel station and I was like I had grew up in church but I, I didn't really have like a deep relationship I just kind of you went, just went on Sundays yeah I just went to and, church you know yeah, you went from you know moms yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly but at that point I was really hungry for something like 
for purpose, like for finding like what's this next step. So that really spoke to me and it was like seeing my mom already living that lifestyle, it was like, okay, I think this is the direction I wanna tap into. So really start developing my relationship with, with, with Christ. Mm-hmm. And that just set the foundation for everything else. So for me, my first start was getting to know God and then that in turn turned to me getting to know myself more, which I'm still getting to know. And then once you start getting some of that clarity on like what your beliefs are and getting to know yourself, you can start to put the other things together and decide which mm-hmm. route you want to take, which direction you want to go in. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, um, I just want to say you've been inspirational. I appreciate hearing your dream and how you're going to get there. Um, and when you got your uh, record label, go ahead and sign the We Dream podcast, man. <laughs> Look us just up. like that? Okay. Um, anyways, uh, we appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, it's been a joy knowing you. So uh, thank you for being on the We Dream podcast. Um, where can no we follow you? Where can we support you? Where Shout can we? Out. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Um, <laughs> so on all social media platforms, it's conscious with an eight. The, the second eight. O is an eight. So that's C-O-N-S-C-I, the number eight U-S. Gotcha. So my oh. website, YouTube, all social media, including Instagram, which is the one that has the most most content. That's what it is. And I'm dropping an album in July. There we go. Ooh, Be summer real, music. Yo, I've been needing some summer get ready. music. Show love. Get ready. All right, let's go. And um, Cece, shout us out. Where are you going to follow? All right, so please follow us on at Source Media Agency at Be Here Sacramento. And then the main accounts, as you guys already know, at WLA Sacramento and at MLA Sacramento. So, you know, we'll shout out the podcast, um, but stay tuned to everything else that's happening this summer because it started and this was the kickoff. So, thanks. Yo, stay tuned. Thank you, man. All right, we're signing out from the We Dream podcast. Hey, catch us in Peru next week. Again, my name is Gavin. (laughs) And I'm Cece. (laughs) Hey, we're going to take it out from here. Peace out. Stay conscious.